Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. We'll deal with you later. So we got to talk about your Saturday night because I think you pulled another. You pulled another Jimmy. Oh, yeah? Just based on a quick conversation that we had this morning. Okay. I, I don't even know where to, like, what it could be. Because I know what he was doing Saturday night, so. Yeah. No, he pulled a Jimmy. <laughs> um, I'm moving right now. Mm-hmm, so that's fun. I uh, asked the boss for this week off. I was supposed to, well, I asked if I could have this week off so that I could pack. And he was like, what? What do you need? What do you need a week off for? I can pack in like a day. Didn't he take a week off to move? Wow. I was thinking about it because I am completely panicking. Oh, yeah. I've it got starts so to get much down to, to do. It, and you're looking around and you're like, oh, my. But the difference especially between you packing and him packing is the fact you've been in that house for, what, 15 years. You haven't moved. Yeah. And he's I, moved 12 I times in the last year. He just backs a truck up and just throws a shit in the back of it. You acquire a lot of stuff when you live in a place for as long as you did. Well, and yeah. and I'm, well, I've been getting rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. My, my wife started putting stuff Friday on, on Marketplace. We had a constant uh, parade of people through the home this week, <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, I think we must have sold thirty items on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, it was just insane. Like every time we had one guy come, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, you have to wait. I'm like, Deborah, go down and get the wait your turn. <laughs> you should do what we did. Uh, we went. We saw on Facebook on Saturday. This uh, family posted like. Everything's free in the house. Come grab what you want. It was this older house that their mom had lived in since the 60s. And so they put her in a home and then just literally opened the doors. What? And, and we got a big dresser for the kid, for Nora. <laughs> it was literally just, we're like, okay, we just walked in and they're like, walk around, take whatever you want. That. That's what we should have yeah. done. Was it like crowded? There must have been. No, it wasn't actually. We got there later in the day, though. They said like right at 10 a.m. There's it probably was like a people. lineup of people. <laughs> That's hilarious. The locker room topic of the day. What do you own that you would have a hard time parting ways with? I sold my CD wall. You got rid of it, hey? Yeah. The wall of CDs you've been collecting for years. And it seems ridiculous. But when was the last time you pulled a CD out of there and listened to it? Oh, it's been ages. It's been forever. But it's a, it's a collection, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Something you yeah, put time I, and effort in. I started. Was that uh, something that CDs you started? You started radio or before? Not when I started radio. Yeah, I think my first CD. I was trying to remember. I think I bought the hips up to here because I was I was on a houseboat 
mm-hmm. uh, party on a houseboat when I was working at the Lake Okanagan Resort in the summer of uh, 1991. And, or 1990, the summer of 1990, I, um, I heard this b- band on the, on the house, this guy that owned the houseboat. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of us were, that were working there, we got invited to this guy's, on this guy's houseboat. We were tooling around the lake. Mm-hmm. Really cool night, right? And he had this music on and he's like, it's, it, they were Canadian. This is tragically hip. I love these guys. They're from Kingston. <laughs> And uh, I remember I looked at the the CD cover and I was like, I made a mental note. And uh, my buddy Shane and I went into the city, into Kelowna, because but we lived on the Lake Okanagan Resort. We lived on the backside of the of the uh, of the lake. Mm-hmm. We drove in on a Sunday and we went to the record store and I picked up um, a couple of albums. But the hip up to here was the one I remember. Yeah, specifically going to town to buy. And then I just started a collection. And when I got into radio, I got into the music department very early on. I think it was my third job. I was the music director. No. Yeah. 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 My third gig, my third building. I ended up taking over the music director role. And I mean, Grant, you can attest to this. Back in the day, record companies used to bring you albums, yeah. right? And Trying so. Trying to get you to play people. Yeah. And- yeah. And they used to bring extra copies for the staff and stuff like that. So I ended up taking stuff that interested me home and, and I stuck it in this collection. At one point, I remember counting and I had over 3,000 CDs, like 30, close to 3,500 CDs. Mm-hmm. And we moved. Before the last move, I remember going through and paring it down like i will never like this what is this why do i why did i keep this so i went through and i got rid of like 500 and i remember selling them at garage sales for like a buck a piece yeah and taking a bunch to the salvation army right they like don't anywhere that that was that was a lot tons of years and it ended up being about 2500 cds that i sold to jamie and the one thing was because i was sort of pining over the fact that i was getting rid of the wall and we're downsizing. I don't have room for it, right? Mm-hmm. So um, he came by with his truck and his buddy, and we loaded everything in the back of the truck. And he's a fan. Yeah. Like, he's a music fan. So at least... It's it going to, to a good home. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to... It sounds to... ridiculous, but <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. That I... That he's a huge music fan. Yeah, that, that... Well, you took time collecting it, so... It made a difference, right? It makes a difference when you know they're gonna, they're going to keep it and they're not going to piecemeal it and start selling it on Kijiji. Uh, he might get rid of some double, doubles and stuff like that, right? But this topic, I feel like Jimmy has got many many things to for this topic with all his Star Wars dolls and we'll get to you next. Yeah, knives and yeah. room topic of the day. What would you have trouble parting ways with that you own right now? We just did me. We'll do Jimmy now. We'll see if there's anything on his list. Something you just you can't wrap your head around. You're, you're selling thinking or about moving, giving it away, right? Because you're losing your ride to work. If you were moving, I've got and- so many things that I couldn't. Uh, my knife collection would. <laughs> there's some in the knife collection that I tried to sell it to garage sales, and it pained me to watch legal? them leave. Probably not. I bought some of mine at garage sales, so <laughs> so your knives be more important to you than your Star Wars dolls. 
I don't have dolls except for Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> my lightsabers would be you on the top of the list. What that thing smells like? The Baby Yoda. Yeah, well, it's never been in my apartment. Where's your army crests? Because because uh, it would it's one of my props for my podcast. I've never actually had it in my house. Oh, oh, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Imagine your otherwise he would do horrible things to it. I don't do horrible things to my knives. They they smell fine. And the knives have probably picked up something. Picked up some smell from your apartment. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What do you own that you would have trouble parting ways with? Uh, Ryan Lindley said, for some reason, I have a problem getting rid of my old cell phones. I have a box filled with them. <laughs> some have chargers, some don't. And he always tells himself there's numbers and texts on them that he's going to need one day. Uh, so he said the text and photos are like a chronological history of bad, terrible life choices. But it's got a box of cell phones. What? Yeah. You know, you got to get rid of those lens. <laughs> you can make money on them. <laughs> well, like, they're probably old flip phones and I'm stuff, sell- right? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm selling a phone that one of the ki- we flipped a kid's phone the last time they were here mm-hmm. and I put it in a in a box beside my desk and I didn't do anything with it I was like ah, I'll sell that and then I just because we've been selling a bunch of other stuff I put it up on uh Facebook Marketplace and it's a it's an 8 I think I I so pretty sure it's an eight. using the show to sell it now <laughs> so no. now it's now it's becoming, no, go. Now it's becoming <laughs> but, radio no <laughs> No, but I put it up, and you get all of the lowballers right away. Well, right? scammers and yeah, lowballers. Yeah. I mean, you put it up for 175, and they want they want to give you. 40. Will you take 40 for it? Yeah, I'll come get it right away. <laughs> I would rather light it on fire <laughs> than give it to you for forty dollars. <laughs> my my line is always, "I will get 175 for this." Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank is, you for your interest. This is why your wife is selling most of the stuff. This is why she, uh, she was so mad at me because she said, can you put those lamps up? So I'm putting the lamps up. I'm like, what do you put up on a lamp? It's a lamp. It lights stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you put in you the description? Ro- romanticize it. The locker room topic of the day. What do you own that you would have trouble parting ways with? George is 50. And he doesn't want to part with his kids' school projects that they gave him for Father's Day. Oh, that's yeah. You can't get rid of that stuff. I was going through a box of stuff from the girls, and I kept some of the handwritten stuff. And mm-hmm. but yeah, but the there was one we were hanging on to it. I threw it in the dumpster this morning. Did you? <laughs> um, it was a project my uh, daughter did in French immersion, and it's on like the the cork board or whatever Mm -hmm. that stuff and we've had it for years and years like this was back in the i don't know 10 15 years ago and every every couple of months i'd take it down and i'd look at it and i'd go this is really garbage i'm gonna get into i'm gonna get into trouble if i throw this out i better hang on to this look at it but it was my they really did a terrible job it was the wife's decision to throw it out to throw it out it wasn't mine yeah (laughs) she was the one that added it to the the dumpster pile this morning the locker room topic of the day what do you own that you would have trouble parting ways with this is an odd one perry has a collection of crystal head vodka and I thought, like, oh, empty finishes a bottle, keeps the bottle. Because, you know, they look like a skull. Yeah. It's the Dan Aykroyd vodka. Yeah. But he said he's got 16 to 20 bottles, and they're all full. So he hasn't opened them or anything. He just buys a bottle, puts it on the shelf. Does vodka... 
I guess... I don't know if he's thinking, like, eventually... Zombie apocalypse. He wants to make sure he's got vodka. Or, like, it'll be worth some money, like, if Down Dan Aykroyd dies and huh. the vodka business goes out of business. Yeah. I have heard... Like, I don't know anything about vodka, right? Like, for mm-hmm. me, like, if you, if you poured me a... Uh, vodka soda or whatever, or I don't know, a martini. What do you make vodka out of? Uh, you make martinis. Uh, martinis. Yeah. I wouldn't probably be able to tell you the difference. No. Same with gin. Like To me, like, like I wouldn't know the difference between a good gin and a bad gin, but I have heard that that crystal vodka is not good. Yeah, maybe I've he heard that as hear well. That. Some people are and I don't know, maybe it's just people... Are angry at Dan Aykroyd for some reason or maybe, something? Maybe, but I've heard it's not great vodka. It's not great vodka. From people I know that that are like into vodka. The bottles. You can give are, me any vodka; it all tastes the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. But the bottles are really cool. Mm-hmm. The skulls are yeah, amazing. The locker room topic of the day: What do you own that you would have trouble parting ways with? Andy has got a big collection of uh, both Elvis. And wrestling memorabilia. Oh, that, I'd love to see the, the Elvis stuff. The Elvis stuff, and he's got a bunch of signed wrestling stuff. Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik, The wow. Rock. Yeah, Ric Flair. <laughs> I have a, a book that I, I don't know if it's any worth anything, but it's an Elvis book that I've been hauling around that my grandmother had. Okay. And I've been hauling around for 100 years. And uh, does anybody, where do you take books? Till I get appraised? No, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not worried about the Elvis book. Trust me, I'm not gonna waste <laughs> any time on that. But no, I want to get dump all our books. Mm, like, we're not. They still take no, books. They don't take books, do they? I'm pretty sure they do. Most branches of the public library in Edmonton accept donations of books. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a few that don't. It says, uh, but it does say that. Okay, that, that they do accept them. All right. Somebody sent an old folks home, but I was like, ah, they're not going to want my books. It's all very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't need to get into what I have, but it's not a lot of erotica. The locker room topic of the day. What do you own that you would have a hard time getting rid of? Wade has a hard time getting rid of his cameras. He says he has three in his office that are all broken beyond repair, but one day they may fix themselves and work again. So he just <laughs> puts them in the puts them in the shelf and one day maybe. Someday. <laughs> but that someday kind... they're going to make a robot that's going to be able to fix these things. But that kind of makes sense for like cameras like like what he has cuz those are expensive. But if it's broken, what I mean, do? what are you going to do with it? My I wife, don't think it's like cars where you can just swap out parts and my stuff. My wife has but. a camera that her old man had mm. back in the like in the day, and it's in a bag. It's in a nice leather bag, and we've been carrying that thing around for years, and I would never be able to get rid of it. No. I just can't wrap my head around it. That one's a piece of like her dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff like that. Right? The locker room topic of the day. We'll wrap up here. What do you own that you would have trouble parting ways with? Troy said his shot glasses. <laughs> so many people I know, including myself, have this huge collection of shot glasses that will never get used. I inherited them because um, a friend of mine, his mom moved. Okay. And she had a, a basement bar, and I basically just went over there, and we moved the whole thing into my basement. 
And so there's this collection of shot glasses. Yeah, that's like, well, because when am I going to have 40 people over here? It's kind of like the spoon thing for alcoholics, right? True, yeah. Right? If you go to like Mazatlan, you get a, you a, get a shot glass, yeah, right? Where, yeah. yeah, or you get a spoon if you're not a drinker, yeah. right? Yeah, so I get it. <laughs> I've got a bunch too. Do you? <laughs> it's, there's so many things in our house that I'm like, well. Do I need to move this to the new house? But I also don't want to get rid of it. You look at a shot glass. You're like, I remember going to Jamaica. Like The locker room topic of the day. What would you have a hard time parting ways with? 780-9809 pipes. Seven. Scuba Steve said his wine bottle cork collection. <laughs> <laughs> I know people that do that. Every time they have a bottle of wine, they keep the cork. I don't like doing stuff like that. No? Well, it's just, do I need a reminder? Jimmy, you keep your empties. In your closet. Just I am literally, honestly, I've been trying to hold my tongue, uh, but I, I am this close to calling social services on you. Like I, there's got to be something under three one one. You gonna get him like, like put in an institution? Abs- yes. We need people to go down there and investigate how he's living. Like we're uh, honestly, if I talk to your family, I'd seriously consider phoning your family right now and going. Somebody needs to come up here. And help this little bastard out. Intervention. Yeah, it, I I was I was repulsed. I've been bothered by your by your apartment and how you live. I was I was disturbed the last time I was there. I'm 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 trying to because you don't listen to me and I so I can't say I can't say things like oh man can you clean up because you go screw you <laughs> I'm never gonna brush my teeth ever. You're like he's that. You know I'm not wrong. So we stopped. That's why I'm laughing. Gran and I stopped saying things because, yeah, Jimmy, can you please never? (laughs) I'm never doing that. I will never take the garbage out again. But you need help, man. I don't know who. Well, remember when Dave went? Went Dave went. Well, remember Dave when- was bothered. Like Dave, Dave has been to war. Dave was special <laughs> forces. He has dug He's holes and stayed in a hole for two weeks to kill people. And he went into Jimmy's apartment and went. What? He got more PTSD from what, that than anything he's going, done in his life. I still, every time I see Dave, I still, he'll still pull me aside and go, Jimmy's apartment. <laughs> like, is there anything we can do? <laughs> like, I, we sent cleaners in one time. They never talked to us again. They've never phoned us back. We ruined that relationship was ruined. One of them moved to Mexico. Yeah, they left the country. I'm glad you don't talk to me about this stuff a lot. Do they still do that hoarders TV have, show on Haiti? I have quit. I've, I've quit because I, I it has zero impact. But I I was worried. Look up three one one. Like, <laughs> can we call them? Can we? Sh- we're at that point. We're at we're at an intervention point with him. There's got to be some sort Somebody of TV show we can get him on. Somebody from outside of his friends group needs to step in and go, dude. What can we do for you? Like, you how know? can we help? Like, how can we help? Like, yes. is there some sort of a? Is there like is there like a company that comes by where they all wear like suits <laughs> and they walk in and Has they just they like some kind of chemical spray? Well, they did that here during COVID. Anytime somebody would get COVID, remember, they'd come spray the whole office down? Yeah, I remember. Maybe they can get that. We can still smell that. <laughs> saw this story yesterday when I was getting ready for today's show. And I'm in the basement, and I'm going, We called this! We called this on the locker room! 
I'm sure one of us, I can't remember who. Somebody must have said it. We were talking about booze deliveries a couple years ago. We were talking about uh, like the, the, the Ubers and the... What are they? The grub hubs and, and skip the dishes, skip the dishes or uh, delivering yeah. uh, booze. I said, how long do you think it'll be before they start delivering weed? It started in Toronto. It's starting. So yeah, Uber Eats in Toronto is now starting today to deliver uh, cannabis to people's houses. You never have to leave the home. No, nope, you Just- can get everything <laughs> delivered to you. I'm going to start doing this with Luber. <laughs> if you want edibles for the weekend, Jimmy... Uh, it, there's going to be a ten dollar charge. But That's pretty good. It's not bad. Ten dollars. I'll just. I'll. I'll just. I have a friend that hooks me up. And they deliver it right to your house. Yeah, right to my hand. Someone gave me uh, one of the drinks that I haven't tried yet. You had those. <sighs> the drinks get you. Locker. Twist you. Yeah, you, I had, you had a Friday night with those. Yeah. I went on. Uh, I went on that podcast I do in the afternoons, and I did. Um, I did two. They're expensive too. Mm-hmm. They're like fifteen bucks, twelve bucks, or something a, a can. So I'll never do that. Um, <laughs> but I had two of them, and I was pretty lit up mm-hmm. by the end of it. I find that that wore off though, pretty like, fast. Yeah, I've had edibles before that have stuck around where I've taken five, ten milligrams, and then I'm like, woo, for a couple <laughs> of hours. But the drinks, I think the drinks were five. Five or six or something milligrams, mm-hmm. and I got pretty pretty beat up on those. But do you do it all at once and then do it like? Do you drink it Have like you a beer? Just met me? <laughs> you think I'm going to sit there and sip it through the night? I'll just have a cocktail. It's just, a, <laughs> just you know, one. I'm, I'm good. Just one or two. I'm good. Just going to nurse this. Yeah, like I can't do that with. I'm beer. not a nurser. I, I wonder if with this Uber Eats, if you can like. Get it? So it's like, okay, pick up my weed here, and then pick up my taquitos at Seven Eleven, and then and yeah, then whatever else you need for the night. Like if you can do multiple stops, that would be handy. So I know this is they're like, gonna try this in Toronto. Yeah, it's the first place in the world to do it. That's hilarious. I know DoorDash. Like you can, uh, no, no skips. Uh, you can order. And you can get your booze here, and hey, I want some taquitos, and they'll do another stop. They'll do two stops for you. How it's, much does that cost? Because I've never I remember, done it, I just heard. I've, I remember, done the, I've done the booze delivery before, and it really isn't that much of a charge. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I remember we had Earl's delivered to the house. Oh, yeah. That's more expensive. And, I, and it was back in Winnipeg, and this was a couple years ago, and I swore off, skip the dishes. <laughs> I've never... And well, the only time I've ever used it is like when we get stuff to deliver to the radio station. I use Jimmy's, and then I just yeah, I give them cash. Just give them like, cash because I refuse to have it. Like on my I phone. did Uber Eats once, and but I did it around lunchtime, and then they had surge pricing, and it cost me twice as much for delivery than it did for the actual food. Well, yeah, you I've were never, telling me about that. I've never done thirty bucks uh, for yeah. I've never done Uber Eats after that. Like it for a burger, fries, I, and a drink, it cost me thirty-five bucks. I he use DoorDash, he yeah. uses Skip now. I, yeah. I do Skip or DoorDash. It depends on which one's free, free delivery. Um, so, somebody put in the comments so about them delivering weed, and they said, Canada Post has been delivering my weed for years, so <laughs> That's a good it's about time. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. The Edmonton fried chicken scene suffered a huge loss over the weekend with the closure of Ralph's Handy Mart. 
The Edmonton staple that has been serving up some of the finest chicken this city is known for 35 years. And now they are being forced to close because the strip mall they were in is being demolished in order to put in a new high rise. This is the world we live in now, people. An Edmonton institution, convenience store fried chicken, is being replaced for a high rise where they will probably have a juice bar with plenty of soy-based drinks. And you'll be able to bike there in your brand new state-of-the-art bike lane. This is where the world is headed. We're replacing convenience store fried chicken for bike lanes and vegan cheese. You know, our strip malls with a convenience store, a daycare, and then a a shady bar (laughs) are all being replaced in this city one by one with specialty coffee shops and smoothie bars. It's a sad day, and we will miss you. Fried chicken from Ralph's Handy Mart. Hope to see you sometime soon. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Support our drinking hobby. Buy a t-shirt, hat, or tote bag today. Text Jimmy now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So sad. Good morning, Cruz. Morning, fellas. Ron, how you doing, Ron? Good, man. So, yeah, Ralph Hattiemark. You know what else was in that strip mall? Hollywood Pizza. I've never had Hollywood Pizza. I've heard of Hollywood Pizza. It's come up. Some of the best takeout pizza in town. And it's gone. Old old Filipino couple. They have been there forever. Oh, man, that's so sad. I've been been that. Oh, we were in there. got a pizza last weekend. And the little little lady there, she's crying. Yeah, because they're closing. so, So upset that her business was done. For like you say, they're ripping it down to put up a. a do they do they get it? Well, they get a choice, right? They get paid out. They get they they got a nice chunk of change, right? I mean, absolutely, that, yeah. That that doesn't uh, make no, it easier put, to swallow, but no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's I pre- too bad because yeah, man, I tell you, good good pizza, man. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. We've been a show for just over six years. I'd say probably five years now. Far longer. I've been driving Jimmy into work in the morning. Yeah, I think it was only the first few months you didn't. Yeah. Anyway, I live in St. Albert. I'm moving into the city. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this week we'll be in the place by the weekend. Fingers crossed. We'll be there for the party. Yep. It's coming. I'll send you guys an right after we don't help you finish moving. We already know your door code. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> actually we do. <laughs> anyway. I would drive in through the hood, down 156. Jimmy lives just off of Stony Plain Road, mm-hmm. and he hops in. We hit the white mud, and we come up Gateway, okay? Um, so it's kind of on my way anyway. And one of the things that um, you may not know about Jimmy is that he is uh, pretty overweight. <laughs> they were going to say a little person. <laughs> but He's a fat bastard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's many people that are listening that don't think that because you say it every day okay anyway so he struggles with the seatbelt and um it's quite comical some mornings like i'll pick him up at stony plain road mm-hmm. and bong, 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 the dinger's bong, bong. going yeah. you got a passenger with no seatbelt and it'll ring until we get to the white mud and he <laughs> it's not quite that much there was one morning last week where there was I one was morning last week, but you also mud. kept hitting the brakes, and that was when he was he was wasted still in the morning it, when yeah, he picked he was, him up. He was drunk. Anyway, I get a kick out of his struggle with the seatbelt, and I refuse to help him. Mm-hmm. Um, and or, like move the seat so that it's better. Yeah, it's the seat's problem. None of this is his. <laughs> is it's all my issue. 
Anyway, this is a, it, it didn't go as long as I wanted it to, but you get a really good sense of how difficult, like the trouble that Jimmy just has. Just listen to his breathing. Just, just to put the seatbelt on in my Subaru every morning. What are you doing? For half a block, wanting to get a picture with me. A lot of swearing. And I'm like, I gotta go. I don't have time. I'm t- I gotta meet someone over here, and he's drunk or high or both. And his friends are saying, just leave him alone. And he's just, just tooling towards me. Well, I can't believe you got the seatbelt on as quickly as you did. <laughs> That's a little. That's a dose of Jimmy. I should have caught on that you were recording it in the morning. I should have uh, <laughs> caught on that you were recording it because you were a little bit more conversational during that time. <laughs> Three, two. The locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Mini. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. What comedic horror movie did you watch this weekend, James P. White? Shaun of the Dead. That was picked by a lot of people when we did that discussion. Holy oh, yeah. crap. That was probably one of the funniest ever zombie movie I've ever seen. I knew you'd yeah, like it. Like it, was, it was really so funny. They've to the Manchester. A, they've done a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they did they, uh, those Hot two Fuzz. And, Hot Fuzz. That was yeah. the cop movie. Very funny. Uh yeah, I like it's just it would, it had so many funny spots like like that part there. I laughed out loud, especially how oblivious they were when there were zombies on the street and blood everywhere and and they weren't seeing any of this happening. They were just it kind of remind me how you describe my life where you know a building could be falling down around me and I'm looking for you yeah. know yeah cheap that's cheap why I knew you'd like it because it's like zombie apocalypse they just still let's go to the pub they don't realize what's going on like no but, but they go to the they go to the pub to take shelter and also make sure that they have beer and snacks that's fantastic I like when I uh, would have done the same thing Doug I would have gone to Brados his roommate gets bit too and turns into a zombie but he just chains them up in his shed <laughs> and gives them a controller and they're playing video games yeah. That's how it ended. It was such a it I laughed and like what was my hesitation watching the movie was just how dumb the trailer looked. Okay. But the trailer did not make, give it justice. Like it was so funny. Well, we wanted to take a bit of a break 
like give you a bit of a break because you watched Hostel the week before, and mm-hmm. and I think there's going to be a little bit more pain in your life here. Yeah, uh, for October for because the, the movie movies. the movie that I have to watch this week is that one that you that everybody wanted me to watch in the theater that movie Smile. Oh yeah, so I'm yeah. actually going into the theater where they actually you should go not, with them, Grant. You, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, because where Jimmy they will and I not turn on the lights to the movie. So <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? That <laughs> we read our emails. All right, there you go. So what's your rating of Shaun of the oh, Dead? Oh, I gave it a five. Five Full buttered five. cobs of Tabor corn, ladies and gentlemen, for Midget at the Movies. So apparently, Bill Murray's a dick. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought everyone loved Bill Murray. I thought he was like a gem. You know, he would show up at these random parties, and anytime he's in a movie, he's awesome. And apparently, he's not a great guy. So we got to play... One of my favorite Bill Murray moments, yeah. okay? And we're going to play the whole thing. It's the Dalai Lama speech from Caddyshack. The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald. Striking. So I'm on a first tee. What am I giving the driver? He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter, the Lama. Long. Into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. Gunga Galunga. Gunga Gunga Lagunga. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. I was surprised. I don't know what precipitated it. Somebody came out last week and said he was a pig or something. Well, this happened a while ago. Um, so he was filming a movie as Izanzari was is making this movie um, called Being Mortal, and Bill Murray is in it. Yeah, and they had to shut down production of the movie. Because Bill Murray was getting inappropriate with one of the girls, and then he had to pay a fine, a hundred thousand dollar fine. Okay, and he's out of the movie now, and I think they're restarting it. But so that happened. Maybe and apparently it's the he was restarting of the movie. Well, I think the story of what he was doing just came out. Is that it, what it is? At okay. first, it sounded like he was like making some comments, like jokes. But no, it's but they're saying than... like he was kissing her and straddling her, and yeah. And now a bunch of other people have come out and been like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I hated working with Bill Murray. He was a dick." Like, I wonder why. Even like, Rob Schneider was talking about yes! when he would come back to guest host SNL, he would just be miserable and he'd hate everyone and apparently Chris Farley apparently despised Chris Farley like, and Adam Sandler. Yes, and Adam Sandler too. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised by all of this. I mean, sometimes there's a sniff, right? There's mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a oh, that guy's a bit of a dick, or you know, people say he's not that easy to work with. It's not very often that a guy like he's in his seventies. Mm-hmm. He's a legend. Have you ever heard anything? Nothing. Never. I've never even remotely. Well, and because when him and Chevy Chase were on SNL together, they had a a fight one time like they got into a big fist fight and i always just assumed it was chevy chase well apparently chevy chase he's is not, a raging yeah people don't like chevy chase so i always just put it all on chevy chase but i think it was both of them 
probably a little bit from column A and a yeah. little bit from column B. But do you think they're getting like worse as they get older? Maybe. I don't know. There was a clip of a um, guest spot like on some talk show, and Bill was being very inappropriate with one of the... What's her he name? was trying to take her s- strap down off her dress and stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I don't remember her name. She was in the, what was the movie where the two the two uh, the two ladies like drove off the cliff at the end? Well, Stella and Louise, G- Gina, Gina, Gina Davis, Gina Davis. Yeah, and it was really creepy, and you could tell she was not into it at all. Was she the one that was in Groundhog Day with him? Uh, no, she was in um, no. She was in Quick Change with him. There was also some story about some kid actor. He was on a podcast on the weekend, and he got in into the conversation about Bill Murray and his encounter with him. He was uh, on some show with Bill, and Bill came into the green room, and he was sitting at his seat, and he's like nine mm-hmm. years old, and Bill starts telling him off. And then he wouldn't move, so Bill grabbed him by the ankles and hung him upside down over a garbage can. That was that was Seth Green. Seth Seth Green. So Seth Green was nine years old, and he was coming on SNL to play a kid, and he was sitting in Bill Murray's spot, and Bill Murray freaked out. So when he was hanging him upside down, Seth punched him in the nuts, <laughs> and, and Bill Murray dropped him. I don't know how into true that story is can, into yeah. the trash can, but that was something he was telling on his podcast. It's kind of this one is shocking to me, yeah, because I love Bill Murray, like it. And it's, I know you're not supposed to say you're surprised anymore, right? I, it kind of gets you into, but I'm surprised by this one. You always just hear about how much people love Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, though, he was, from what I was reading on the weekend, he was really, really good with his fans. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but with other actors and other competing comedians, not th- so much. Th- not so much, right? It's it's interesting. Those earlier days of Saturday Night Live, they they had a they created an environment, like they created this real well, toxic all, workplace. It was all competition. Yes, and I think some of those guys never recovered from That's that. That's why Maybe. they he didn't like Chevy Chase too, is because Chevy Chase was the star. Well, Chevy like he Chase was, stole the show. He was funny, and he was winning awards, and and yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was obviously some issues there between Melvin the two. texted in and said that was one of the reasons why he got kicked off of the uh, Charlie's Angels movies. Hmm. Was he inappropriate with the, the uh, Charlie's that's, Angels? That's just what Melvin was saying in a text. Ah hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Bill. King, no! Kingpin is still a good movie. I didn't want Bill Murray to be a dick. <laughs> We're calling Kevin from GFL. Kevin speaking. How you doing, Kevin? Not too bad, you? Good. It's it's Lachlan from the locker room. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. We just need confirmation on something. Okay. Who was the last person to leave the party on Saturday night? Um, Jimmy. <laughs> Always. Jimmy has this inability to read a room. And I I had a bit of a conversation with Kevin after the fact. Mm-hmm. And Kevin immediately was defending him. Because Kevin is a nice guy. Yeah. Right? And he's got the nice guy gene and wants everybody to just, you know, coexist peacefully. Which is good. I met yeah. him. I spent 
literally five minutes in a room with him, and I know that that's Kevin. Kevin is that guy, mm-hmm. right? Kevin's not the guy that goes, all right, time to go home. Everyone's gone, drunk. Jimmy, go home. Get in an Uber. <laughs> and Jimmy doesn't have that ability to sense the – and we've watched this. We've been yeah. – we've, we've seen this when a guy that he hangs out on a regular basis has a girl over. Yeah. And they're doing everything they can to send a really strong message to old hey, C block Jimmy here. Hey Jimmy, we want to get it on. Yeah. Maybe you could go home Jimmy now. Jimmy just hangs around. <laughs> Let, shows up, gets hired to come over and strip for Kevin's wife on her birthday. Yeah, so you go over there to strip for Kevin. How many people are at the party? I don't know, seven, eight. Seven or eight. What time is it? I got there just after eight. Just after eight. What time did you get out of there? One-ish. Eleven. <laughs> and you were the last person? He said He said midnight. It was after midnight in the car <laughs> is what he told me. <laughs> and you were the last person there? For how long were you the last person there? Like only a few minutes. I, l- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, that's the best. That is peak, Jimmy. If you ever also that ever ability to Jimmy. do that, because like I wouldn't be comfortable just going to a party where I don't know anyone. No, that's a gift. If it was Jimmy. me, I would be like, I'd do my stripping thing, and I'd be. And then, All right, later, guys. guys. All right, that's a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, where's our fifteen percent? Oh yeah. Uh, I'll buy you a beer the next time uh, either of you come to my house. Never getting that beer. We're never going to this house. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. There's a video that's fairly viral. Mm-hmm. A bite in the stands for the home opener of the oil, which was kind of surprising because it was Oiler fan on Oiler fan. It was Oiler on Oiler violence. Yeah. Yeah. There it's, was a couple of Canuck fans sitting behind him, too. It looked like well, a woman started getting punched while she was sitting there trying to watch the game. So, Oh, really? To... Yeah, just the video I saw was um, the the one from far away. So you can't you can see one guy really chucking it, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't really see who he's punching. He grabbed one guy with a jersey, similar color jersey on, yeah. and sort of threw him down the stairs, and then like got on top of him. So I guess what happened was, oh, you know the story behind that. I just was reading some comments, and one guy was like, "This was my friend. This is what happened." Was. The two guys sitting behind, this is in the upper deck, the Oilers tied the game against the Canucks. Everyone jumped up to cheer. Beer got spilt on the guy's girlfriend in front. He stood up, Uh, started giving it to them. They were chirping back and forth. He grabs one guy's hat, tosses it way down, and then... Yeah, I saw that part. So the guy who his girlfriend got beer on her pulls him down and starts punching him. And then the guy's buddy tries to get him off, but he's like, Kind of tap in the back of his head. <laughs> like, like it looked like he didn't really make much of an effort to yeah. intervene, but stupid. Yeah. So dumb. So dumb. You'd think. But I'll watch every video of a fight I see. <laughs> You'd think we'd get past that. You know? No. We would evolve at some point to stop fighting in the stands. In the stands at hockey games. But you get $15 beers in there. Is it better? Is it better now? I think it, it was like let's take um you know last season and compare it to um I don't know 1983 mm-hmm. 1984 is it better or, I, I'm are, not sure are we more evolved 
Do we, is there less I've, fighting? I've heard that kids hockey is a little bit less violent. Is it? <laughs> Which is odd to say. <laughs> There's less violence at kids hockey games now. <laughs> like everybody. you're talking with the parents in the yeah, stands? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I, you know... I'd look up into the stands. I'd see two moms throwing. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, for sure. And it happened on a fairly regular basis. <laughs> I've told that story about my old man sitting yeah. at the dinner table and my mom saying, or, so are we going to talk about the black eye? <laughs> <laughs> he had a fight with the other coach in the parking lot. Of course he did. Yeah. So he coached the team and he was fighting the other coach. I feel like the only time I ever see fights is like, Big events when I think people have too much to drink, like yeah. opening night for the Blue Jays when right. I was there. People were fighting in the stands. But, dude, I still see videos, like videos with fairly new the rinks. NFL all the time. New rinks. I remember the one of the worst ones I saw was at, what a UFC. Yeah. Remember oh, that? Yeah. Remember that whole section? The whole section, yeah. They were just in. It was moving like this. <laughs> and the guards didn't know what to do. The security... Well, just, they just stood there what and let can them, they do? Well, I know you got 40 just... The thing about UFC affinity is... Affinity-wearing shirt guys beating the snot out of each other? We've been, You're going to let that happen. We've been to a couple, and there is a certain energy when you leave a UFC yeah. after watching people beat each other up for six hours. Yes. Where people are walking around with their chest kind of pumped yeah. up. And, but, I mean, if you go into a hockey game, you're sitting really tight... Beer's going to get spilt on you. you. There's a chance somebody's going to spill a beer yeah. on you, or you're going to get a little popcorn on you. You know, It's just part know. of being at a sporting event. Namaste. Yeah. Can, I, yeah. can I ask you a question? Though? Say we're at a hockey game, you and I, and and I jump up and get all excited and knocked your beer out of your hand into your lap. Would there be a fight in the stands? Uh, I don't know if you could jump up that fast. Yeah, you wouldn't know what they scored. <laughs> You would not be, no. You'd be turned the other way. You but if, I, did, if I was actually paying attention and I knocked your $16 beer out of your hand. That's a good... Wow. Actually, that's a good well, point. Well, the move is that if you knock somebody's beer out of their hand, you got to buy them a beer. There like we if, go. That's... If I knock your beer out of your hand at a game, I'm like, ah, sorry, I'll get you another one. Well, I would have bought that beer that he was drinking. <laughs> True. So <laughs> I would have owed myself one. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> no, that okay. That's a good rule. Okay, yeah. I mean it's going to happen, right? You're at an Oilers game. Oh, I'll never go to an Oilers game. That's a whole other story. But um, you're going to an Oilers game. You spill somebody's beer. You turn around and you go, dude. Listen, sorry, I bumped your beer. The next one's on me, mm-hmm. right? It's not, I mean, it's 16 bucks, but it's not a car payment. Exactly. Right? Go get the guy another beer, and then maybe we avoid, you know, getting punched 14 times in the head. It might be better that way. I would prefer f- the trip to the concession the and the chewing on the 16 bucks <laughs> than eating your fist. It sounds better to me. What's the name of our new healthcare? Provider GCL or Green Shield. Green Shield? Yeah. What's the abbreviation? GLS? GSC. GSC? Yeah. Green Shield. We're getting rid of uh, Blue Rip You Off. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to another one. And we're on to another one. So we'll see. This one, my wife likes this one better. Yeah. It's easier. It's got to, a nice app and everything. They don't turn you down every with everything they send. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Nope. Declined. With, with Blue Cross, everything was yeah. just automatically Autom- declined. Automatically declined. I wonder how they like make record amounts of money every year. <laughs> it's odd, right? Yeah, a little strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so anyway, uh, Grant was just looking into it, and apparently... I was just looking at the app and updating things, and then you can choose to be called doctor on there. Guess what I'm doing today? <laughs> you got it on your scene card. Now you can get it on your uh, medical. Look, Green Shield says I'm a doctor. It has to be official. Does that mean I can write scripts? I believe so, yeah. I can start writing myself prescriptions. <laughs> Ordering blood work, all those things. <laughs> The old fit test, the old crap on a plate test. And I want to get checked for this, this, and this. Yeah. You guys, I'm going to start making you guys call me Dr. Locke. I will. During, I gladly will. During the show, please. And then we'll send the recordings to the proper <laughs> yeah, authorities. It will result in you going to prison. <laughs> Time now for Show Local Some Love. We have Laura with us from JT's Bar and Grill, our favorite spot. Rocktober continuing, my friend. We have a couple more bands coming up. We're always looking for local talent throughout the city to come and play uh, on our stage. We're also in the best time of year for sports. we got an NHL, NFL, CFL still going. At JT's, you have game day prizing for all these events with food and bevy specials? We do. We have food specials, drink specials. We give away hockey tickets, jerseys, hoodies, all kinds of different uh, things for the sports fans to come down and watch. Looking for a place to watch the game. Make sure you uh, check out JT's Bar and Grill. I want to bring up the Halloween party, Laura. So every every year we have an annual Halloween bash and we give away prizing for best costumes voted on and it's always a, a great night. We always uh, have a live band for that night as well. Lots of drink specials. Steven shows up dressed up as a uh, a, a flipper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Just a... I've had him we've had him dressed up pretty good before. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room, this is a big announcement actually. We're going to be hosting the Grey Cup party at JT's Bar and Grill this year. So we will see you there Sunday, November 20th. And we got a few things planned for that day. We're really looking forward to it. We have um, a brewery, Battle River Brewery, coming in to give free samples of beer out that day as well. Hello. You can find all the details for this on your Facebook? Yes. Yeah. You'll be able to find it on all our social media and our website. Laura, I mentioned this quickly yesterday when we talked. I want to bring it up again. We will be playing a game that our boss doesn't want to talk, want us talking about on the show. Yeah. Um, I just, and I explained it roughly to you. It involves dildos. <laughs> um, you guys are okay with that? Oh, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> we're, we're working on the dildo. We're on the dildo hunt right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I'll keep you up to date on uh, whether or not we're able to come down to the bar with a bunch of dildos. Okay. Okay, perfect. All yeah. right. Laura, thanks for your time today. Thanks, you guys. You too. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.